Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening whenever you happen to be listening to this podcast. This is the Jayhawker Talker Podcast, a podcast affiliated with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. My name is Mark Van Sickle. Before we get rolling with today's episode, please download, subscribe, like, give it a five-star rating, and tell five friends about this podcast. People that you know will love the Kansas Jayhawks and will love this podcast because that's what we're all about, the Kansas Jayhawks and their athletics. So let's get into today's episode. Let's talk about a few things today. How about some football? I know football still seems like it's far away, but we're already getting into summer. Memorial Day is over. Football is right around the corner. So KU already with some recruits coming in for not even the 2023 season, but the 2024 season. We'll get into a little bit of that. Also, the NCAA transfer portal continues to heat up both in football and basketball. And as always, Kansas basketball gets the priority. So here we go. Let's get into it. Kansas basketball, the transfer portal, what's been going on there? Yes, the breaking news today was Ernest Uday Jr., who jumped into the transfer portal a couple of weeks ago. He decided he is going to play for TCU. That's the breaking news today. Former Kansas Jayhawks center Ernest Uday Jr. had been looking at various schools around the country, a few Big 12 schools included. Uh, Kansas State was one that he had gone to and taken a visit at. He ends up at TCU. So former Kansas Jayhawks center Ernest Uday Jr. will be in the conference still in Big 12 play. We'll still see him around the court, but just won't be in a Jayhawk uniform anymore. He will be with the TCU Horned Frogs. So, Kansas Jayhawks for the 2023-2024 season. They have four new incoming transfers themselves. They have three players who were on the team last year. Four freshmen. I like to call them the fabulous four freshmen. But... It's, it's going to be interesting. Only three starters return from last year's team, three uh, regular contributors to the team, and the transfer class for Kansas, even though it's only four players, they're ranking number one in the nation. You've got Nick Timberlake, the combo guard. You've got Arterio Morris, who can be a point guard or a combo guard as well. Of course, Dewan Harris Jr. is going to be the starter starting point guard for KU this year. But Artario Morris is a guy that's intriguing. We'll see who breaks the starting lineup. Don't know. It's too early right now. But you got that. Plus, you got Christian Brown, the former Kansas Jayhawk, his brother coming in as an option as a backup center, power forward type guy. So that's your transfer portal right now for the Jackson. They're still looking for one more, which is great. You can add, you can never add too much talent to this Kansas Jayhawks roster. They've already done it a lot. But there's still plenty more to go. They only have one scholarship left at this point. So it's going to be interesting to see which player they decide to add, which position. I'm thinking they're going to go towards a big man at this point. But it's going to be intriguing to see which direction Bill Self and this team goes. And Bill Self was recently on the Field of 68 podcast. And he had some interesting things to say. We all know how Bill Self feels about the transfer portal, but he made that very clear on this podcast. So talking about the transfer portal, uh, this is just this is Bill Self talking here. He said, we probably anticipated losing five or six uh, players. 
He's very happy and very pleased with where those guys landed. And that's that's what he's, at this point, he's talking about all the guys that left. So they've got Bobby Pettiford went to East Carolina. Cam Martin went to Boise State. Zach Clements went to Santa Barbara. Joseph Yesifu, Washington State. MJ Rice, North Carolina State. Kyle Cuff Jr., Syracuse. Zuby Ejiofer, St. John's. And then Ernest Uday Jr., who just announced TCU. So Bill Self, man, he thought he was only going to be losing five or six players, ends up losing eight guys. And we know why Zuby Ejiofer and Ernest Uday Jr. decided to back out to head for the transfer portal. And that's because they got Hunter Dickinson. They landed their big man from Michigan. And that's that's part of the transfer portal. That's that's what happens when you get a high quality player like that. And Bill Self added, when we got Hunter, it kind of threw things off a little bit, but those are good problems to have. It'll probably create a good situation for those guys, but on the flip side, it's given us an opportunity as well, which is my precise point of an article that I wrote just a few weeks ago on heartlandcollegesports.com. You can go check it out. I talk about how Hunter Dickinson changed the game for the Kansas Jayhawks, not just for this year, but for future years. Now, I could see both sides of the coin on this. I might have jumped a little bit ahead of myself saying that he changed KU and their future forever. What I meant by that is you land in the transfer portal, you get the number one player in the portal, and that changes Kansas for this season, of course, and for his potential second season at Kansas since he does have two years of eligibility. But it also lets Kansas and everybody around Kansas know that they can land the top transfer portal year in and year out. They have what it takes to get that. So they can get these transfer portal guys in here and have the number one transfer portal class. But what happens is it also means that some of those younger recruits that you got might not stick around for those three or four years like they used to. So... It shows you can get the biggest fish in the pond, but you might also lose some of those guys who could have been helped to you throughout the next couple of years, like an Ernest Uday Jr. So you got the 1,700 college basketball players entering the portal. It's like the wild, wild west out there. So you hear from Bill Self, more from Bill Self on the Field of 68 podcast, talking about the impact that the portal has. And Bill Self straight up said the portal is not good. So I I wouldn't say it's not good, but self added something that exactly how I was feeling in this way about the transfer portal, how it helps Kansas. He continues, I'll be the first to say this. It's a good it's not good for our sport over time. The portal is not good. Kids can leave all the time. People say that well, they should be able to. Well, that's fine and dandy. But The first time you hit a roadblock, sometimes you have to go over it as opposed to going around it. So I like that. I I like what Bill Self says there. But at the same time, he says it might be tough for Kansas if they don't land one of those top two prospects in the next transfer portal. If it's not looking so good, you know, that could come back to bite Kansas in the butt here in a couple of years if they have guys transferring out thinking that they're going to get their spot taken on the roster. So he says, this is another quote from Bill Self. He says, for this particular year, it was good. It was good for Kansas. So hopefully we can take full advantage of it this winter. So Bill Self knows 
Bill Self understands that this is a year that they have to capitalize. This is a year they have to go back and win the Big 12 again. This is a year that Kansas has to go to the Final Four. This is a year Kansas has to go win a national championship with the number one transfer portal class. That's just the way it's got to be. You look at Kansas, you see their high school recruiting program, the long-term development, it's been impacted since the portal. The last three recruiting cycles, 2022, 2021, and 2020, they've signed 12 high school prospects. Of that group, seven players transferred from KU after their first season in the program. That's not great. That is not great at all. So you see players coming in and coming out of the program. It's not like it used to be. That's the bottom line. You put it together. You see what happens. K.J. Adams, the only player since the 2020 cycle, will be on the roster next season. So that's, uh, for Bill Self, that's why he's saying it's going to be a problem in the future. The way he's used to recruiting, getting those freshmen, having them come in, having them be built up, maybe sit the first year or two and then jump into the rotation when they're juniors and seniors, those days might be over. They might be. Now, let's talk about the transfer portal, though. This is where this is where Bill Self has evolved as a coach since the 2021 offseason. There was nobody bigger than Hunter Dickinson, obviously, averaging 18.5 points per game, but they've added nine new transfers since the start of the 2021 offseason. That's huge. You get and you have the number one transfer class this year. So you've got Hunter Dickinson with the 18.5 points on 56% shooting per game last year at Michigan, nine rebounds per game. And then this is where self Bill Self got into something very, very interesting. This caught me off guard. I'm not going to lie. This threw me off when I saw this quote from Bill Self. He starts comparing... Hunter Dickinson to former KU greats. Now, I don't I'm not saying that this is not true. I'm not saying that Bill Self didn't need to compare him to some of these former KU greats, but that's putting a lot of expectations on the guy. And I know there's already a lot of expectations on him, but then you do this, Bill, I don't know. So here's what Self had to say. Joel Embiid offensively is probably the closest we've had. Comparing him to Hunter Dickinson. And then he said, but Joel, for us, he averaged, what, 11 points a game? Self said. He was a freshman. He was young. He didn't know what to do yet. Hunter is much more established offensively from a skill set standpoint. Athletically, he's not where Joel was by any means. But I don't think I've ever had anybody like him. You could say maybe a skill set like Markeith Morris. You know, something like that. Maybe Darrell Arthur wasn't really a true big man. Was probably as close to Hunter from a skill set standpoint. Being able to make those 17-footers, stepping out. So, right there, Bill Self, in that paragraph, in that part of the podcast, saying that he's like Joel Embiid. 
that he's like Markeith Morris, that he's like Darrell Arthur. These are three primetime players from Kansas. Of course, none other big name than the MVP of the NBA this past season, Joel Embiid. That is a lot from Bill Self right there. I love it. I love the confidence. I'm hoping that he can live up to it. Dickinson shot 42.1% from three-point range last season. And Self said, this is another funny quote from Bill Self. I love the funny quotes from Bill Self. He may be one of our most effective three-point shooters next year as well, Self said. Which I don't know if that's a great thing, but certainly I will look for him to be a threat. So basically what Bill Self is saying is he doesn't know what's going to be happening with his new transfer players. He hasn't seen them in live game action yet. He doesn't know how they're going to react to playing in the Big 12 necessarily. So he's going to rely on Hunter Dickinson a lot this year. You've got Nick Timberlake, Artario Morris. Talked about them earlier coming in. Artario Morris has some experience playing in the Big 12 coming from Texas. Nick Timberlake coming from Towson. It's going to be an adjustment, but Bill Self's going to have those guys ready to go. He really is. They lost Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson last year. About 35 points per game between the two of them. And they're going to have to make that up somewhere. And those transfers are going to be huge. They're going to be a big part of this. Bill Self, one thing that he is excited about with Hunter Dickinson, how he averaged 18 points per game over the past three seasons in the Big 12 or in the Big 10. And here's what Bill Self said. The Big 10 has as good of big guys as any league in the country. The defenses are designed to stop him. So hopefully we can put some good parts around him so he can succeed here, which that's the biggest point to me from this whole thing, from the whole podcast. Yeah, he's comparing him to Joel Embiid and everything else. But here you go. He's subtly saying that Hunter Dickinson can boost his averages even more at KU with good parts around him. Hunter Dickinson was the man at Michigan. He didn't have good pieces around him like he will have at Kansas. So teams aren't going to be able to put double teams on him. If they do, KU's just going to crush him elsewhere. On paper, KU's roster is among the best in the Bill Self era. You look at everything from the freshman four coming in to the returning starters with K.J. Adams, Kevin McCuller Jr., we talked about his return last week. He decided to forego the NBA to come back for a super senior season at Kansas. And then you've got your point guard in Dewan Harris Jr., That's a solid trio right there coming back. And then you've got your four transfers that are coming in, plus maybe one more to be named later. So it's going to be an exciting time for Kansas basketball. A lot going on there, a lot happening in the transfer portal. It always happens this way, especially the last couple of seasons. We'll see what happens with Kansas. But it's looking good. The number one transfer portal class, Hunter Dickinson looking to expand his numbers even more and Bill Self comparing him to Joel Embiid. How about that, Jayhawk fans? What do you think about that? Get at me on Twitter, at Talker. Let me know if you think that Bill Self's a crazy man or if you think he has good ideas. I, for one, think he has some good ideas. All right, let's go on to football. Let's talk about this Kansas football team coming off the 6-6 six and six season last year after not having a winning season the past 14 years. Here they come, Kansas football 
back in the mix. And not only for 2023, this upcoming season, they're already looking forward to the 2024 recruiting class. Here you go. This past week, they secured their fifth commitment in the 2024 freshman class. And their most recent one was this past Sunday. They got Jonathan Kamara, who he picked over other Big 12 foes. He had 12 Division I offers, including from Iowa State, Kansas State, and Texas. Yeah, gotta love to see that. When you see a guy like Jonathan Kamara, a six foot four, 210-pound defensive standout, coming to Kansas, picking the Jayhawks over Iowa State, Kansas State, and Texas. You love to see it. So he played primarily at safety at Desert Edge High School in Goodyear, Arizona, but They could play him at linebacker at the next level. And Kamara mentioned this when he was asked. He mentioned both KU defensive backs coach Jordan Peterson and linebackers coach Chris Simpson when he was talking about his offer and commitment on Twitter. And what's what's very telling about that is KU sending both their defensive backs coach and linebackers coach to help recruit this guy saying, you know, we believe in you. You can play safety here. You can play linebacker here. You can be a hybrid player in our defense, and you can help us from day one when you get on campus in 2024. And and that's that's great. for When you got a guy like that coming in to Kansas, choosing KU over Texas, Kansas State, your rivals like that, you can show that to other guys in the 2024 class. It's a little bit of a bragging right situation. And Kamara is actually the second defensive player to commit to KU from Desert Edge High School in Goodyear, Arizona. They also landed the three-star cornerback, Andre Gibson, who approved of Kamara's announcement, saying they're going to put Lawrence on notice and they're going to go in and be dominant. I like it. I like the confidence from these high school kids. Still have one more year left of high school eligibility, so hopefully they can stay healthy. Hopefully they continue playing well, and they do come into Lawrence, Kansas, and dominate from day one. Would be great. They're going to keep going after those guys in Goodyear, Arizona, as well. It looks like they have another uh, player on their radar, a three-star wide receiver, Kezion Dia Johnson, and they also have an edge rusher, Deshaun Warner. So... I like the fact that KU's going into these places that maybe they didn't look at in the past for recruiting, going in getting some of these higher star profile athletes, and once you get one or two of them, they just start following in line. Not that these guys don't have their own thoughts, their own feelings about where they want to go, but if they see their friends going to KU, they might want to join in as well. So what Kamara did, he told JayhawkSlant.com that uh, his official, he had an unofficial trip to Lawrence, His official trip is going to be happening in late June, but he's already picked the Jayhawks. He's already on his way. He's already coming to Kansas. And with the booming transfer portal, you never know what's going to happen. A lot of twists and turns. Uh, But with the arrival of Kamara on campus, it'll be interesting to see where they go with him. They could play him at safety. They could play him at linebacker. But if you look ahead to 2024, here are the guys that are still going to be eligible to play for the Jayhawks in 2024 At safety, Marvin Grant, 
OJ Burroughs, Jalen Dye, Mason Ellis, Caleb Purdy, and Landon Nelson. That's a lot of guys. KU has a lot of players coming back on defense, and they have a couple of years of eligibility left. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Also, their linebacking corps, you got Taiwan Berryhill Jr., Jason Gilliam, Tristan Fletcher, Donovan Gaines, Kershawn Brown, J.B. Brown, Dylan Downing, Alex Wright, Cole Mondy, and Cornell Wheeler. Those are all names right now. You might be, ah, I haven't heard of these guys. Some of them are depth pieces. That's all right. But by 2024, the Jayhawks are going to have more pieces. They're going to have more opportunities. So you never know with the transfer portal. Some of these guys could be in. Some of them could be out. But seeing the Jayhawks land some of these recruits, early recruits for 2024, that's huge for recruiting moving forward. That's going to about do it for today's episode. You can always get at me on Twitter, at Talker. Let me know what's going on. We'll keep the conversation going over there. My name is Mark Van Sickle. You've been listening to the Jayhawker Talker podcast in affiliation with the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. You can always go check out my latest article over there at heartlandcollegesports.com. And until next time, rock chalk. Jayhawk.